1: Dear Diary, do real fans exist anymore? I know I sound like an old curmudgeon, but I was invited to my friend's house to watch some football. We're all Giants fans, so tell me why the host of the party changed the channel after the Giants' first possession and put on the Patriots' Bills game. Does anyone care about the flow of the game? Do we only care about fantasy and red zone? I mean, the game was clearly back from commercial break, and we're watching the Buffalo Bills get their hopes up instead of the first home game from our new star quarterback? Am I fighting a losing battle? Do I have to stay home just to watch the whole game? What's the deal, Diary? What's a fan to do?
2: What the hell's going on out here?
1: It's quick snaps.
0: You want to ground them, they've you ground your ass. But they are who we thought they were.
1: With Kastaki Economopolis. I got some jokes. You know how we do. And Aaron Hodges. Do you know I tried out as a place
2: kicker for the Hartford Colonials? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Playoffs? We're going to see how it feels. Can't wait. Quick snaps, everybody. Comedy Woo! football talk. Let, let's do some of those three things. I'm excited. Football season's in full swing, man. It's, uh... Man, I wish I could have seen more today. I loved everything I saw. I mean, I didn't love all the outcomes, but it's so compelling. Some of the games are great.
1: What was your favorite game to be watching today?
2: You know what? No one would have predicted this. They were 10-point underdogs, but the Buccaneers went into the Rams stadium and kicked their asses in a crazy high-scoring affair. Oh, man, do I hear some kudos right off the top? Yeah, right off the top. Kudos to Jameis Winston, who no one, including me, believed in anymore. So, <laughs> he got so. it done today. Good for him. A lot of kudos. They scored 55 points. Tampa hasn't scored this high since they did a favorite city survey, but they only asked people who own both a surfboard and an El Camino. Ah!
1: <laughs> I feel like San Diego was scored pretty high there, too. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There is a weird mix because it is a Florida city, but it is the one of the most rednecky Florida cities. It's got a funny combination of things. It's got retirees right. and.
1: They're known for strip clubs, yeah?
2: Yeah, strip clubs and high lie and, you know, like <laughs> <High lie. laughs> deep sea fishing and nice beaches, but a little just a tinge of like. Not surprised to see a mullet, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. There's some trailer parks. You know, it's an interesting mix of things.
1: All I know about High Lie is that Whitey Bulger and his crew used to fix games.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, a gambling game that's with humans that could be bought. I mean, it's a terrible idea.
1: I'm shocked that there's gambling in this establishment.
2: <laughs> it's like betting on dogs at a track except they're you know humans dudes from south america like it's it's so is begging to be fixed it's crazy i don't even know the game i have no idea what it is it's actually a super cool game yeah it's the it's the fastest ball in sports did you know that what
1: do you mean like it, it travels the fastest
2: yeah it goes way faster than a baseball come on how much faster can you get like like uh as like half as fast again like 150 ish is is, i think they is typical so
1: are they they using like these little like scooper things to throw it
2: yeah it's like a giant forget the word it's like siesta or something sesta it's a it's a net that you kind of tie onto your hand and sort of extends your arm and you can get a lot more speed. And, and the ball is like crazy. It's like a, it's like a cue ball. It's like a hard ceramic gotcha. ball. I think that's gotcha. so just that thing will hurt. if it hits Oh you. yeah. Yeah. They wear helmets and face masks and everything. Okay. It's basically racquetball, but in a really long form, it's the same concept as racquetball. They play against a wall against each other and you get one bounce and you got to scoop it and throw it back. Uh,
1: huh. all right.
2: Uh, Yeah, it's actually a really fun game to watch and to gamble on because of the way that when you lose, you kind of go to the bottom of the thing and you have to bubble up again. So you can always imagine a crazy sequence of events that leads to you winning. You're Um, never out of it? Well, not never, but you're in it for longer than you really should be, mathematically. You know, like you go, all right, well, if one beats two and then two loses three in a row— then my guy's back in, and that, and if he wins the next four, then I win the whole thing. You know, whatever. Uh,
1: how many players are on the field at any one time? Two, but oh, it's oh, it's one on one.
2: It's one on one, but it's like it's like a card of like eight dudes, and you pick like first and second, or like you bet on dogs. You can bet just a win. You can bet on some crazy combination of one, two, three. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but it's one on one, and then when you it's like make it take it. When you win, you stay. Got it. Okay. Cool. 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 Quick snaps. (laughs) Quick snaps. Comedy Comedy, highlight talk Talk. and and highlight. Who saw that coming? (laughs) (laughs) So Uh. yeah. So kudos to Jameis Winston, and I also want to do some light kudos to. The Lions, who played the oh. Chiefs really tight today. Yeah, yeah That it's... game could have gone either way, so kudos to them. And the same kudos to the Bills, who were in it till the end with the fucking Patriots. Yeah, Those teams, I think, really proved that they're good today, even though they lost.
1: I, I, yeah, uh, I, I want to talk about something in general that happened in the Buffalo game. And I, I think it happens way too often. And I want to get your take on this. All right. Do you think that coaches are driven too much by either bravado or analytics? And sometimes they take those two things and they drive they drive their decisions more than common sense does sometimes. Would you agree with that broadly?
2: You know, it's funny. I used to feel the opposite. I used to think that all coaches just pushed out and Covered their ass, even if they knew mathematically it was better to take a risk. They just did what was safe, because if they go for two and miss it, or if it's fourth and four and they go for it, and it doesn't work out, they could be fired, right? Yeah. And I feel like the pendulum has swung the other way, where now people are doing some wackadoo stuff all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so, too. Uh, But what I'm talking about in particular is the Bills had the ball – On, like, the five yard line, first and goal, and it ends up being fourth and goal, and they're down by six points with, like, nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. And instead of taking the three points, they go for it on fourth and they don't get it. And it's like, all right, I get it. Like, most of, like, some fans would be like, yeah, you gotta go for it, you gotta go for it. But, like, just take the points because it's, you scored 10 points all day, so just take three more. And now you're a field goal away from tying it, and a field goal is much easier to get than a touchdown.
2: That's you make a good argument. Just to play devil's <laughs> advocate, I like that they that there's more aggression, and you also recognize that you're playing against Tom Brady, and it's probably not going to be a three-point game in the next couple beats, and. Here you are on the four or whatever. Let's fucking score. We're going to try I, to win this game, you know?
1: I hear you, but you tried three times previously, and it failed. You got a backup quarterback <laughs> in there, and it's like, just take the points. I mean, they had the ball again. They were able to stop Brady. Like, from there on out, the Patriots didn't score any more points, and they barely even crossed midfield, if they did at all. And the the, the Bills were just out of field goal range for their, for their final possession. Which, if a field goal meant anything to them, then they would have been playing for a field goal instead of a touchdown. You know what I mean?
2: I'm enjoying this. I like that you're, you're taking the stodgy old guy approach. There's the Tom Coughlin play here. Uh, <laughs> no, because <laughs> he, he lost his
1: mind towards the end, though. <laughs> Because he was like he was just playing with all emotion. He was coaching with all emotion and not making any sense with his decisions. Uh, I don't. That's, but that's just typically me. Something happened with the Thursday night game too, with the uh, the Eagles and Green Bay. Uh, shout out to the Eagles for for winning a, a tight game. There was yeah, right? really bad injuries in uh, in that game. Yes. Uh, so I hope that everybody's all right there. But um, what happened? Oh, the the. The Eagles went up by seven with a touchdown, and they went for two to make it a nine-point game. And one of the announcers was saying, you know, this is what they do. Every time they're up by seven, they'll go for two. And that's that's where I'm, like, the analytics are like, that's that's taken over their mind and their, and, and their decisions. It's like, oh, the analytics, they do this. But it's like,
2: I, I just, I hate it. I don't I don't yeah. think you
1: should be doing that stuff until you have to.
2: But can you look inside yourself? Do you hate it because it's such a it's such a departure from the norm of how you grew up watching football or or do you not think it's a good mathematical decision?
1: No, it's not even mathematical. I just I just think it's a bad decision. Cuz when it doesn't work out it, it almost always backfires. Like the the team the other team comes back and and scores a touchdown and now they're up by one.
2: But just to take simple math, I mean, let's say let's say a two-point conversion. I don't even know what the real number is, but let's say it's a 50-50 proposition. Uh you know, you're not losing anything by going for it. And if and this and even more interesting to me is if you're if a fourth and four is a fifty fifty proposition, then you should go for it because then half of the time you're you know, you're gonna get seven instead of three, which is less than the total of seven, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess that's what's happening in their heads, right? I guess so. Everyone thinks they have a two point play that's gonna work more than half of the time. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. We, de- we definitely have opened it up, you know, like no one's afraid of doing that. For a while, Belichick was the only one who had the balls to do anything like that.
1: <laughs> he has to set the pace with everything.
2: Well, because he was safe. No one was going to fire Bill Belichick. He can yeah. fuck around for six years and still be there, you know. He's the only one that can
1: sign convicts and potential convicts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so a couple got married at halftime of the Bills game and I wrote 47 jokes about it. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they won a contest. This is kind of a cool story, actually. 1,400 couples applied. This couple had their first (laughs) date at the stadium 11 years ago. And then he proposed to her at the stadium. um, And then they just got married at the stadium. This marriage is going to last forever. If you can be loyal to the Buffalo Bills, you're you're not giving up on nothing. (laughs) You may now throw the bride onto the flaming table. (laughs) Jim Kelly walked the bride down the aisle. How cool is that for a lifelong Bills fan, right? Oh, and Steve, Steve Tasker was there. It was all fun and games until Tasker ran up behind the best man and knocked the drink out of his hand. There's an old reference. You get that? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh, shit. I think that was against – was that against the Giants? I think it was. Oh,
1: no, that was against the Cowboys, I think.
2: Maybe. It's maybe, the most fav- it's maybe the most famous. it's maybe the most famous.
1: That the guy to chase down Leon let? Yes.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. that is what it is. That yep. is exactly what it is. That's right. That was um, a big moment, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean it's oh, it's awesome. I mean how often is a special team's moment like I think he ended up in the Hall of Fame because of that. Tasker? Yeah. I nope. should look this up before I spew in a bunch of shit I don't know.
1: Eh, it's okay. Nobody's going to take you to task except for your mom. Ah,
2: except for your mom. Tasker. They're going to take me to tasker. I'm hey. looking it up. Uh, Alvin
1: Kamara, toughest guy in the league to tackle or what? This guy's amazing. Oh,
2: he is amazing. He's a freaking pinball. Yeah, he's awesome. He's not even big.
1: No. His balance he, is he, incredible.
2: He flies in the face of, you know... Du, du, du. Oh, here it is. According to Wikipedia, Tasker is ranked number nine on the NFL Network's top ten players not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so not in the Hall of Fame.
1: Was he good? I mean, I don't, I don't actually remember his
2: career much. I was pretty young. I mean, he was, you know, he was mostly a special teamer, so he didn't most... Casual uh, okay. fans wouldn't notice him. That's yeah, why, yeah. you know. But he had a couple of, like, super high-profile moments like that one. That, that wasn't the only one, but that was the big one that sticks with you. Um, so the wedding. They also tied some cans behind the card for old time's sake. Scott Norwood kicked them wide right. <laughs> <laughs> You know the problem with a wedding in that stadium, Aaron Hodges?
1: What, Kostaki of Anomopolis? What is the
2: no problem? No one can be the ring bearer because no one in there has a ring. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the honeymoon? Nashville for the Titans game next week?
1: <laughs> they just have lack of promise rings.
2: <laughs> the bride threw the bouquet, but none of the Bills' wide receivers could catch it. They you For better or for worse. It's all gravy from here. I mean, what's worse than being a Bills fan? That's true. That's true. Mackenzie and Jordan are their names. I literally don't know which is which. They're both gender neutral names.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Jordan's got to be the dude.
2: Probably, right? May as well have been Taylor marrying Taylor. I don't know what's happening
1: there. (laughs) Oh, my God. I actually know uh, a couple in real life that is Taylor and Taylor really two,
2: two chicks oh wow even better <laughs> so you never know
1: <laughs> that's the height of narcissism
2: that's how you get you get sneak sneak through on the you know like the marriage bonus stuff that that the gays couldn't get you just you're both named taylor <laughs> some bureaucrat doesn't know what's going on and rubber stamps it you win yeah
1: kim davis can't stop them
2: Listen to this stat. Tom Brady has had more success in Buffalo this century than any Bills quarterback.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that.
2: We we did this stat about uh, Roethlisberger Roethlisberger in Cleveland. In in Cleveland. It's the same thing. Yeah. Brady's now won 16 games there. And over that period, Tyrod Taylor and Drew Bledsoe both have 14 wins. And Fitzpatrick has 13. That's crazy. So did someone throw a dildo on the field today? <laughs> My friends and I were talking
1: about that. And we uh, kind of coined a new term, maybe.
2: <laughs> What's
1: that? Bildo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got to throw a bildo on the field when Tom Brady comes. So, so for listeners who think we're insane, three years running, a fan has thrown a sex toy on the field to greet Tom Brady. They never throw their lube though, because they need that for the game. Am I right? Ooh, um, have you seen that uh, that TV show, The Referees? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> football with all these flags is like porno with too much plot. I'm like, can we just watch the football part? What's happening?
1: Yeah, yeah. At least give us the option to skip ahead. <laughs>
2: uh antonio brown and twitter spats this week with baker mayfield and eric weddle
1: yeah i was watching some of that that boy's out of his mind
2: yeah yeah he is yeah he is uh my favorite part was he was going back and forth with weddle and a fan chimed in weddle you can't cover ab and weddle wrote don't need to isn't on a team (laughs)
1: it's pretty good burn yeah
2: (laughs) it's so minimalist like i don't know if i'd have the just the wherewithal to know that that's all i needed to type in there (laughs) that's great i bet you would (laughs) Uh, i loved it i loved it
1: did you see the baker versus rex
2: yes and there was another chapter tonight oh
1: was there yeah somebody... right, well, I'll, I'll tell you the chapter I know Then you tell me the update
2: Okay, yeah, let's do it
1: Baker, uh, Rex Ryan says Baker Mayfield is overrated as hell I believe was the quote <laughs> And uh, Baker came back and said Well, you know, he's not You know, he doesn't wear orange and black you know, And That's the only thing that matters right now Is what happens You know, what people say That wear the orange and black You know, those are the only colors that matter He says, uh, Rex doesn't have any colors right now for a reason.
2: Yeah, right. Pretty pretty, good burn. It's pretty harsh. And then tonight after the game, they asked him uh, if Rex, you know, if it's because Rex challenged him and, you know, and he he was very calm about it. He goes, no, Rex gets no credit for this game. (laughs) 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 Which, yeah, I think that's great. Good for you. It was a Nick Chubb game anyway. Ah, it sure was. Goodness gracious. Watching all those highlights.
1: Oh, before we go any further,
2: you hear that? Yeah, what's that? That's whiskey. It's for winter. Oh, it's a new <laughs> tradition. One time is a fluke, but twice is a tradition.
1: <laughs> Taps on the back to Janoris Jenkins, who came back big, played very well today. He had a uh, really nice interception and broke up another pass that led to an interception. So,
2: taps on the back. Taps on the back.
1: Janoris Jenkins.
2: Nice. Who needs a hug? We didn't do that. Dan Quinn.
1: <laughs> the medicine
2: woman. Who needs uh, a pink slip?
1: Who needs a pink slip? Uh, Gruden. Jay Gruden.
2: Jay Gruden. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's probably the most likely to be fired during the season.
1: I think so. Owen four. Bro-
2: my brother said it like Thursday. He goes, If if they lose this game, they should fire Dan Quinn on the spot. On the and spot. I, huh? I, I kind of agree with them. They're one and three. They got a lot of talent on that team. They've been underachieving. There's several beats already that you just go, What what were you doing? T- what what was that? Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm beginning to blame the coaching at this point don't know if that's fair but it seems fair to the casual observer
1: yeah yeah
2: it's been a while of this you know
1: (sighs) i think that they might be done man they might be done well
2: it certainly doesn't look good but why how could they be done they have top 10 quarterback maybe top five somewhere in the three to eight range quarterback like it's he's not the problem they have the first time in NFL history, they have five offensive linemen who are all first round picks. They have some good defensive players. They have a couple, they have a stud running back and they have arguably the best wide receiving group in the NFL. Like, well, how, how are they not competitive every week? I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. Now they've got some injury issues. Keanu Neal's out again for the year and I don't know. I give him a break for that a little bit, but.
1: Can we talk about what your brother did to us this week?
2: What did he do to us?
1: That text message.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That war crime? (laughs) 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 You know, knowing him, it's not the kind of thing he would want to be public, is my guess. All right. He, he catfished us he sent us a thing like hey such, such and such happened click here and then you click here and then it's a horrific photo that you don't want to see
1: <laughs> I guess we could leave it at that
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> somebody said it to him and of course he had to you know, to get us to yeah yeah I could have avoided it if I had any sense because you fell for it in front of me but no <laughs> I don't want to miss out on the fun yeah I'm glad you did <laughs> Thanks, Andreas. oh good segue to me kicking his ass in fantasy uh-huh. Bar- barring some crazy Monday night Miracle he's gonna wind up 0 four in the quick snaps league wow he is flirting with relegation A remember man who when he used about to be European good be in soccer yeah he's he's always good he's been he's one of the easily the one of the best fantasy players ever and uh he is just that team is just not putting it together right <laughs>
1: He's just following his team's lead. The Super Bowl window is closed.
2: <laughs> I beat him in both leagues back to back weeks. Oh, that's, that's got to sting!
1: It's got to sting.
2: That's, that's fun. Yeah, my teams, I, my teams are good right now. I shouldn't jinx myself, but I think I'm going to have three teams that are three and one. I went zero for five this week. Oh, my goodness. Right? That's
1: that's hard to do even if you're trying.
2: That is hard to do. What happened? You got, like, the same underperformer on a few teams?
1: It's not too much crossover. But, yeah, I I don't know, man. Just can't put it together.
2: Yeah. I mean, it happens because you – I think it comes in bunches, right? Because you sometimes – like, for me, I've got Mike Evans on all three teams. And, you know – Kind of nail biting, nail biting, nail biting, and he gets a long touchdown, and I'm like, boom! It improves my situation across all three teams. Oh yeah, that's nice. Uh, but it happens the opposite way too, right? You know, that's why I lost all the games early because he didn't do anything. Right. You know? So it's it's the same. It cuts both ways. <laughs> uh, this is the first game that I I think since he's been a pro that uh, Mahomes didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. That's a weird one. And he had some good stats, but he he didn't score. That's very much an outlier for him. For sure. Yeah, man. Uh, Here's what I want. I want one team in the XFL that has Antonio Brown, Johnny Menzel, Tim Tebow, (laughs) Ray Rice, Terrell Owens, Colin Kaepernick, Ocho Cinco, and call it the Island of Misfit Toys. Oh, I love it. Love it. Right? Yeah. You're not going to be... A league that has the best football in the world—that's not what's possible for you. You have to be the sideshow, right? Give us some storylines, you know. Mm-hmm. Give us, give us the female kicker and the uh, offensive line that's all sumo wrestlers and some very dangerous mascots. Yeah, you know, like be the weird stuff. Kaepernick and Tebow can kneel together, right? <laughs> Antonio Brown and Manziel will roll joints out of the pages of Tebow's Bible. <laughs> Everyone will be in shape because they always take the stairs. No one wants to wind up in the elevator with Ray Rice. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Drew Rosenhaus will sign all of them so he can just have a daily press conference, right, where he excuses all of their behavior. (laughs) That fucking guy. I feel like sports agents are the only people personal injury lawyers can look at and go, How do you sleep at night, <laughs> scum?
1: Yeah, this is definitely something real squirmy about Rosenhaus.
2: Oh, my goodness. Just with a straight face. Like, no, he's focused on football. And, yeah. Oh, such a soldier soul. They'll be, this team will be sponsored by Nike with the slogan Just Do It, which for Tebow means building a hospital in the Philippines. And for A.B. means masturbating onto the back of an employee that he won't pay. (laughs) (laughs) That's my
1: favorite line. And that's kind of like what Andreas did to us this
2: week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So going on this game? Who scored for the Saints?
1: Uh, They just kicked a field goal. I I didn't see the touchdown. Uh, Or did they score a touchdown? I don't even know. I turned it on late. Uh, But I want the Saints to win because if they win and the Bengals win tomorrow, (laughs) I will win our confidence pool.
2: Oh, really? I didn't notice that. I was so rooting for you. I've been mathematically eliminated. You're my dog in this fight. The bangles. There's only two humans. This must be (laughs) regional, because you know who says it, and I cringe every time? Hmm. Is um, the other dude on the Fantasy Focus podcast, the young guy. Field Yates? Field Yates says bangles, just like you. No one else on the show does, and they don't bust his balls about it. They just accept that he has a funny accent, I guess.
1: Yeah, I just don't hear a difference. So
2: <laughs> it's inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all kicks. I just looked it up. The oh, it's all have, field goals. We have four field goals. Killing
1: yeah. it. All right. Yeah. All right. I want the Four Saints field goals and an
2: Elliott touchdown.
1: Okay.
2: Oh, five because the Cowboys have a kick too. Yeah. Oop. Okay. It's a weird game. All right.
1: Hey, uh, speaking of unorthodox games, uh, we got a an email from our old buddy, Home Run Hall. Oh, remember that name? Haven't heard from Home Run Hall in a little while.
2: Remind me, what was the original correspondence?
1: Uh I don't remember, but we've had a had a few emails. Okay, I think he might have been trying to get in the in the fantasy league and just missed the cut. I forget.
2: Well, Andreas uh, is going to be kicked out this year. <laughs> this
1: so home run all. Just stay in touch, you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, uh, the title of the email is, The Kostaki Bowl Actually Happened. <laughs> all He's, right. He says, check this out. The premier lacrosse league. Who knew there was such a thing? They had its championship yesterday. Before the game was played, the two teams that came in last played a game with the winner getting the number one draft pick. Sound familiar? See the link below. Home run hall.
2: Oh, really? That's a real thing?
1: Your influence is
2: vast, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love it. I love it. And in and in my ongoing argument with Chick, I've been alerted to... Because I keep arguing for college football overtime. As I've said for years, they should replace college basketball with college football overtime. Um, <laughs> college football overtime should be embraced by the NFL. Oh, yeah. And apparently, Pat McAfee has an even better on steroids version of this idea that he's been pushing. Oh, yeah? What's that? He wants all of the teams on the field at the same time at both ends of the field, you have (laughs) saints offense playing against the Cowboys defense. And the other end of the field, you have Cowboys offense playing the saints defense and it's simultaneous.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: I love that. That's even better.
1: That's fun. That sounds like it's tailor-made for XFL.
2: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If anyone can move the needle on wackadoo football ideas, it's Pat McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. So, this actually exists, this whole thing in lacrosse?
1: Yeah, apparently. I, I mean, I don't even, I wouldn't even know that this league exists.
2: <laughs> That's great. I had no idea. Nice job, Hall. Yes, sir. <laughs> Might have earned yourself a path into the league. <laughs> He's well on his way. <laughs> I mean, that proves everything, that he's an active listener, that he knows what we're talking about, and he's, he's intrigued by our ideas. That's a pretty good pitch, I think. I'm just saying.
1: All right. He's a prospect. Keep your eye out for home run haul. <laughs> Kid's got promise. First round draft pick, potentially.
2: <laughs> so this week, if anyone is in the Vegas area or needs an excuse to go to Vegas... I will be working on a show with one of my heroes, Emo Phillips. Oh. Oh. Hi. Oh. He's, uh, it's, we're working at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club, which you've heard great stuff. Uh, apparently, Todd Glass reported that he loved it. And so, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be fun. And then next week, Liquid Laughs in Boise.
1: Oh, Booyoyoyoyoying.
2: Let's do a casual, uh, not too pushy, very friendly Patreon pitch. Uh,
1: Okie dokie.
2: I'll start, you finish? Sure. Think of us like NPR. We're free. We are free to you to enjoy, and we love that you listen. And if you want to contribute so that we can continue to do what we do, that's a bonus, and we use Patreon for that purpose. It's a very good situation for guys like us and people doing all kinds of... uh, Artistic things all over. Uh, it's a way for you to contribute on a monthly basis. You just sign up your credit card for a dollar a month, or forty cents a month, or twenty dollars a month, whatever you want it to be, and uh, and you can set it and forget it, and you're contributing to something that you like. So pick a number that works for you, and if you pick a number that's five or more bucks a month, uh, then we give you a bundle of perks to thank you back, uh, and those include. Two free tickets to my show if I come to your town. Uh, Some bonus content. You and I are going to do some uh, extra podcasts that uh, only those folks can hear. Uh, We're going to get you the first 20 of you guys uh, quick snaps t-shirts. And uh, we'll throw everyone into a hopper once a year and do a drawing for like a really nice uh, NFL jersey of your choosing. So uh, come along and... uh, Make a contribution. We ask politely, without too <laughs> being too pushy. Well,
1: I think you started and finished it, my friend. Patreon. dot com slash quick snaps uh, will get you there, and then you just got to click on the "Become a Patron" and it'll take you right to. It's just a couple clicks away, and uh, you can throw us a couple shekels every month, and we'll put it to good use.
2: That's great. Well done, us. I expect a defaulter there. Uh, you, you, next time, you you do it. so we can falter when i do it (laughs) yes sir hey i i don't know if this is going to be a tradition but last week i posted uh uh for people to because antonio brown was home for the first sunday right and i imagined him watching football and then people send in their suggested uh Names if Casey has a fantasy team, uh-huh. and and it ended up being so fun. And go on Twitter and Facebook if you want to hear some of those. But I did it again this week. These are asked for suggested suggest names for Gardner Minshew's fantasy team. Oh, okay. Uh, so here's my top several. You ready? Yep. Suggested names for Gardner Minshew's fantasy team: Mustache Riders, <laughs> Stash Academy, The Teaming of the Shoe. <laughs> he's just not that into shoe the hammer hand sharks Uh, this one's a little heady the ghost of jorts (laughs) halus wearing out hose like a gardener hose with an h Ah. burt reynolds taint Uh, (laughs) cut ups and cut offs if the min shoe fits uncle rico's cougars (laughs) <laughs> of, of Minshew and men mad about shoe the gardener snakes trailer park dreams Dirk Diggler the foo min shoes and number one in my heart how I Minshew were here okay all right all right <laughs> too Not much bad. wordplay for your taste Not bad, yeah. Not bad. <laughs> the uh We can rearrange the uh, power rankings later. (laughs) (laughs) What did we miss? Did we do everything we came here to do? I think we did everything we came to do. Okay, cool. Um, Oh, one last thing. Huge news for ass fans. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira are going to be at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. That's big news. That's the first ever halftime show. It's way better from backstage.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be
2: fun. I'll, I I'll think be it's great. In.
1: A few costume I've... changes for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. They're both so ridiculously beautiful and good at what they do. Good music. You know, they're giant icons. And it's Miami, right? I like it. I think it's a good combination of things.
1: Yeah, it's all good stuff. All good things. All
2: right, brother. Well, um, I'm going to go watch some more of this game. We got yeah. Saints Saints Cowboys happening as we record here. It's 12 to 10. Nine minutes and something left in the fourth. This could go either way. I have pick'em implications. Now what are you rooting for tonight? For your
1: same. I want I need the Saints to win and I need the Bengals to win. I've been going to Home Depot a lot. Daddy could use the cash.
2: <laughs> That's a good teaser. I want to hear more about that next time. <laughs> 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 always a pleasure man thank you for listening everybody we'll, uh, we hope, uh, hope your real team won and your fantasy team are doing well and we'll catch you next week
1: my Giants are Super Bowl bound so I'm great no. see you next week
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah don't let me speak yet